coronavirus. If the Wuhan flu doesn't kill you, then media panic will. Now do whatever the government tells you to do. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, David. Taco's back. Yay. And I'm Wolfie. Hey. Welcome back, Taco. Thank all, you, sir. All the gang is here. So, <clears throat> everybody ready for Lockdown 2.0? I'm just waiting on them to announce yeah. Echo, Echo variant. Yeah, or Lambda, or who knows, Hotel, November, Sierra, yeah. whatever. Foxtrot, Uniform, Charlie, Kilo. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, just keep on going down through the alphabet. I was looking at some uh, some data the other day, and it was showing that the, the uh, reported cases had just spiked. They'd went up to, like, I think, this, there was just a huge number. And I don't remember it exactly, but then when I switched the same graph over to how many people had died, it was like minuscule compared to the amount of people that actually right. have the disease. Yeah, the, it's like the, three. The deaths, and are, I was like, still dropping or still, yeah, main, they're pretty flat. But every, yeah. most, a lot, most people will say that uh, it just because it, give it two weeks, it'll catch up. Um, you know, because there would be a slight delay, but no, well, yeah, I mean, possibly most, most of them say that uh, that the ones that are getting it through delta it's more contagious but less deadly you got to um, remember too the uh, announcements of each cases of each day is also delayed yeah. just because i mean it takes so long for the results to come in outside of the rapid that they don't trust <clears throat> or report yeah they've got to compile the data and everything like that yeah and some counties don't report on the weekends so their monday report um from the health department is friday saturday or saturday sunday and monday or right. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, all reported on Monday. Well, did you notice they actually reported Saturday, but they didn't mon- or Sunday, but they did Monday, and Monday was like I guess it was Monday and Sunday's cases combined because yeah. they did report Saturday. Oh. It was like twenty nine, I think. They oh, here, on yeah, here. yeah. No, yeah. I was just talking about a lot, a lot of st- the, in general, in yeah. general. And Florida, for some reason, when you go to the COVID direct site. Um, mm-hmm. they're not reporting anything. So I don't know if it's something that on the, the website that's not updating right, but theirs continues to be zeros. And I, I mean, I know it's not zero, um, cause if you watch CNN, that it has to be millions. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, um, so I don't know if there's a, something wrong with the website, but yeah, but when you look at it, because they were reporting, um, um, tracking it, which I mean, we're what a, a year in, roughly a year and a half, little just over a year and a half in, 
but they're still doing accumulation totals. You know, when they're still counting total cases is from the beginning, you know, like most everything resets every year. Um, Mm -hmm. But well, see, that's just it. If they were to reset every year, then the numbers would go down. It wouldn't look as bad. Right. But if they, as long as they don't reset that number, it can stay high. And then, you know, and that's, and that whole thing is just to drive fear, right? To drive fear, to make you comply because you're so afraid. And the CDC that way, and while you're compliant, that way they can do crap that they know that you'd probably disagree with. Right. But doesn't CNN still have the little box ticker? No, up in no the they, took it, uh, they took it. Keep, yeah, they, they took it away. They took it down. I keep waiting they, for them to bring it back, but but yeah, the, what the, the the death tracker? The death, yeah. 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 But right now, our, our deaths are uh, right in the 300 a day range for the country. Well, and here's uh, the really sad part about that particular scenario. With the uh, with the research that I've been doing and looking into things and, and looking at some alternative sources of and doctors, uh, there are treatments out there that are effective and that can help. Right. And for us to have that many people dying every day is it's a shame on our, our doctors and on our medical establishment here in America. Right. But, but because most of they should be, they should be doing something still have a to, lot of underlying conditions. It's, yeah. And it's that's, still, that's, something else that the, one of the videos that I watched, it said that uh, a lot of the people that are dying of COVID-19 have, it's like 2.9 on comorbidities. Average, yeah. Right. So almost, three different other medical problems right along with covid that you know they very well could have died from as well as the covid right. or you know besides the covid but but every day in this country we have about 8800 people die right mm-hmm. now 300 of them are from covid it's like i think it's like 14 1500 of them are from heart disease i think there's like 7 or 800 from diabetes Cancer. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. every day. Um, so, Alzheimer's. So finding that logic, we need to take, you know, de Blasio's rule of we need to stop selling soft drinks at McDonald's. We need to stop selling McDonald's. We need to pr- be protecting people because there's way probably, too many people unnecessarily are dying, honestly, even though they have the right to choose. Yeah. Honestly, there is probably more people dying of chicken McNuggets than there is this disease right now. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I mean, it ain't real chicken. I mean, I don't know what it is, but I'm sure there's and, some chicken in there. And it's it's tasty. It's it is tasty. Now, <laughs> if, like we, if we get back up to, you know, thousands and thousands a day, then, you know, then that's a real concern. But with well, that, we should never have gotten to thousands and thousands of a day. We even shouldn't be at three hundred a day. Oh gosh, I'm just so aggravated. Well, even hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, these are things that have been shown that can be effective and can help. And you don't wait until someone can't breathe before you let them go to the hospital and get treatment. You let them, you like, hey, I'm tested positive. You put them on the medicine right off the bat. You start treatment. I mean, it's just like, okay. You got cancer, buddy, but we're going to wait till it gets to stage four before we start giving you chemo. By that time, it's too late. Right. That's yeah, a okay? lot of them, but someone I, don't, gets, I don't think that's Someone gets sick, you put yeah. them on meds right away. Well, even, and a, a lot of these deaths could have been avoided. Yeah, but most of them couldn't. They'd done that before anything ever got bad. 
but they'd done it state by state individually at different times. If they were going to do a shutdown at all, at the time when all this first started, they should have shut down everything at the same time for that one month. And, and actually that, shut it down. Yeah, but We they, didn't shut anything down. No. We just made a lot of people not go to work. But those people still went out to Walmart. They still went to Target and the grocery store and Food City and all these mm-hmm. places. So No mask mandate at the time either. Right. Which, so, I mean, that, you know. The mass mandate's stupid. Yeah. Right. The coronavirus is so small that the, the paper mask that you wear, that you see in hospitals and, and stuff like that when you go to emergency rooms with the little stretchy ears, that little paper mask, the coronavirus is actually small enough. It can it can, it can pass through that mask. Well, have you, and have these you, people that, that put, like, their T-shirts up or have, like, those gaiters. Yeah. Right. Which Biden's, and the virus can go straight through that. It's so small, have, that's not going to stop it. Have either of you, on the same subject that you're talking about, Wolfie, saw that documentary? I, I can't remember if it was Paramount or HBO. Uh, it was like the first 72 or something. It was about the first so many days that when it hit Wuhan. You see the doctors there, and it hit them bad in that little town in China. But they're mm-hmm. literally, they've got their like glove on top of glove, and the gloves are duct taped to their, their suits. They've got like four or five masks on, plus face shields, goggles. I mean, they literally look like they're walking into Chernobyl. But yeah, mm-hmm. you know, this little face mask that has holes in every direction, top, bottom, left, right, that's supposed to save us. Yeah. That the old the whole purpose is I believe it was in nineteen eighty four that they talked about how uh whatever it is we tell you today, that's the truth. Right. It, all right, they're listening to us. Uh-oh. Matter of what we told you yesterday, because one day, one day it's masks, the next day it's not masks, and the next day it is masks, and the next day it's not masks. And they do that, and I believe they're doing that for this ex- explicit purpose of wearing people down. Well, we played making that clip them of the New Zealand prime minister was prime minister the New Zealand. I I don't remember who she was, what she was, but speaking for uh, remember we played did we play that last week? The, I do not remember the, but she when she says that uh, she starts telling she it's she's doing a press conference and she's talking to people saying that you'll you're going to be hearing a lot of information on the news and the media and different sources and to take all of it you know like with a grain of salt that we will continue to provide the the best and most detailed information so we will be your only your one and only true source of truth. Right. Yes, um, I, I do remember that. Yeah. Yes, you did play that. I think last week, yeah. but I don't remember who exactly it was that said that. Yeah. But um, I thought that was a rather arrogant statement. Right. It's but, actually what she should have said, and if she wants to be more uh, uh, accurate in her statement, is we're going to be the purveyors of the truth. We want you to hear. Right. The ministry of truth is what they are in nineteen eighty four. Yes. Yes. Ministry of truth. And it's not necessarily, it may not even be true, but it's what we tell you is going to be true for that day. Right. But that, or, for that, or for that moment, yeah, well, for, for us all, that matters, because they can change it from one minute to the next. Right. Well, they, they don't even have to change it, because you can, through, with, through double think and double speak, you can say one thing and something that contradicts it that doesn't necessarily contradict it, because since we said it, they're both true, mm. regardless yes. of logic. That's a mind control hypnosis technique. Here's one little cool clip I thought was a little interesting. Uh, 
A BC health authority is apologizing after a vaccine clinic handed out yellow stars to people getting their second COVID vaccines. They were made aware of the issue from this tweet yesterday. Andrea Kotu wrote a yellow star for double vaccination, really? Vancouver Coastal Health said it has no knowledge of the stars being handed out, but said we apologize profusely for any inadvertent distribution of this sticker. It noted that the use of yellow stars carries a heavy and tragic history. Jews were forced to wear the yellow star in Nazi-occupied Europe as identification. You know what's crazy about that? Is, yeah, they handed out yellow stars. Yeah, the Nazis made the Jews wear them on their shoulder. And, yeah... Who else got yellow stars when they do something that their teacher tells them? <laughs> Kindergartners. Yep. I got at least two when that's I was a, little. That's awesome. I didn't get. I any didn't get any stars. stars. <laughs> so you were doing better than me, Taco. I didn't get any stars. I was. Well, no, I was not racist or anything. But I'm not going to joke with you guys. When I was young in high school, I've always had an obsession with World War II and the Axis powers and how they were able to do what they done and people were too stupid to stand up and stop them before they done. Right. I actually made a homemade Nazi armband and wore it to high school a couple times. And, um, you know, nobody said anything, including the teachers. They let me. I felt <clears> weird a couple times, but, I mean, I legit took red T-shirt, cut it out, a uh, white t-shirt cut out the circle and even drew out and cut out the thing and i wasn't wearing it because of like any type of racism or anything i grew up around like black people jewish people you name it i wore it just because i enjoyed the history and how that happened and more i think right. about it the fact that i was able to wear that at high school and nobody and the teachers everybody they just let it happen right. well back in high school you could look on anybody's notebooks the people doodle on their notebooks people are oh, yeah. always drawing little swastikas the little anarchy symbols the little i mean I straight wore this on a like a modern german army jacket. right but I mean, this is something you carry around every day <laughs> yeah. and uh do it nowadays see what happens oh yeah well you can't right yeah but here's here's the thing though but and with the country that you're living in and the constitution saying that you have the right to the freedom of speech you know what you were saying may not be popular, but you do have the right to say it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, in yours, you're, you're saying your motivations wasn't necessarily. Well, maybe that's why they let me because people would bring it up sometimes and be like, did you make that or is that original? And I would explain to them like my interest in the Axis powers and how that they were able to do something so big. And most of the world didn't. I mean, they didn't know what Nazi Germany was doing until after the Russians found, what was it, Treblanka, I think was the first place that they found, and it was totally wiped out. People didn't believe it. Hitler was on Time Magazine's Person of the Year. You know, yes, they, he they, was. They held the Olympics. Which just there. shows you how screwed up Time Magazine is, and has been for a very long time. Well, I mean, they even held the World Olympics there, and all this was happening during that same oh time. yes yes and the really great part about that was what was jesse owens right Put a me, black yeah. man from america goes yes. there and just like kicks the the, the master races but i think it's awesome but to, to also the some, time magazine they're a garbage magazine but yeah. They, oh, yeah, their their purpose of the person of the year was always somebody who made an impact on the world 
not necessarily well, yes, who's the it's best, not necessarily who's the best person. And you could right, argue yeah. well, that I mean, he made a pretty good impact. Or yeah, pretty big well, he impact. did make an but impact because he drew the whole impact. world into a war. Right. People, that's why it was called World War Two. Right. Yeah, but that's the thing. People actually liked Germany all the way up until they invaded Poland. And if they had stopped there because they claimed that they were taking back, you know, the original, like, German occupied German countries. homeland. Yeah. If they had stopped there, where would they be now? Would they have been another country? Would they have took over the world? Would we still went to war? And just the fact that all of that happened, the way that it happened, and people were too stupid to stand up and stop it, then what are we going to do now? And I'm not comparing well, our see, here's the, to Nazi here's Germany. The thing. Here's the thing. One of the first things that Hitler did when he came into power was he took people's weapons away from them. So there really was no way for them to mount an effective mm-hmm. or uh, resistance. And people because they didn't have weapons. It. And they gladly done it, which was just as crazy yeah. to me. Just as just as insane. Yeah, you just don't, you know. Because I know I'm going to bring I, up World War II again later in this conversation once we get to what happens in New York. Just considering the Nuremberg trials and everything, but well, there's also the fact that the uh, there's a little thing that came out of the Nuremberg trials called the Nuremberg Code, which has to do with uh, medical experimentation and the fact that if well, you're going to experiment on human beings, then you have to uh, well, they can't you force- have to divulge. You have to tell them what's going on. You can't just you know be experimenting and not tell them. But they also uh, can't forcefully vaccinate people, can't they? Thanks. Well, no, I don't. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can't find this real quick. I may not be explaining it very well. The the Nuremberg Code and one other uh, piece of, uh, of of documentation is where we get uh, the uh, informed consent laws. You've got to be able. You've got to as a as a doctor. If I'm only to use you in an experiment and give you something, then I need to tell you. Everything that I know, let's take, to keep well, everything above board, and then you know, and so that you can make an informed decision of your own. Well, see, that's what's going on right now, though. Except some people aren't getting the opportunity to make an informed decision. They're being forced to take a vaccine that is not technically approved by the FDA. It is still an emergency use, it's, and it's not technically a vaccine either. Well, yeah, but how are they able to force people to do it? Because if they're, how are you, what it, well, you're right making now, a conscious right now, decision to just people, lose your job, quit your it's job? It's the people, people are volunteering right now. The people that are getting the vaccine now are volunteering. Well, not, they're like, okay, yeah, I want to go get it. And not here and, in the and, coming months. And if you, well, I know, and that's just it. The, the vaccine, the vaccination rate is slowing down because the people that actually want to get it, they're running out and the right. people that don't want it aren't going to get it because I mean, they know I know where I can go get the vaccine. If I want to go get it and I don't want to, I do not want that in me. I've, I've had it. So I figure acquired immunity is superior. And that's what every doctor I've ever right. it listened is, to right. says a higher percentage that, uh, yes, it says that acquired immunity is better. And I'm looking at it like, you know, uh, according to the red cross, if you get the vaccine after having, your natural immunity, the, uh, the the vaccine destroys the antibodies that you do have from your natural immunity of having it. That's mm-hmm. why they won't accept uh, well 
I read an article myself, and I mean, I don't know how accurate it was, but I can't remember the news source, so take this as a grain of salt. It was something about this new variant that they say is out the whole Delta, that um, if you took the vaccine, it was uh, two of the specific vaccines. What it was was the Delta variant, it was making you more success or susceptible yeah susceptible to that variant because it was a different essentially a different type of virus than the original version so that's why a lot of people with the vaccine is actually catching it now because the vaccine actually done something to their antibodies to it's like it's fighting a different disease that's why they're saying now you'll need boosters and stuff mm-hmm. like i said take that with a grain of salt um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I get it. And I try to take every, I don't, I'm not taking everything that I find as gospel. Okay. And I've, I've, I've looked at a lot of doctors and a lot of professors and stuff like that. And, and they're just giving their opinion and you take it all with a grain of salt. Yeah. But the direction I'm leaning in is no, it's, this is not for me. And I mean, if, if we're a drug company, the three of us, we're the David Taco and Wolfie drug company. And we come out with a new drug that, uh, I don't know. It makes your farts smell like strawberries, but it yeah, has. They already effects. have those. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Anyway, so the point is, is if we put this on the market and we put it out there to sell it, we have to tell everybody what the side effects are. Because I mean, whenever you hear all these crazy commercials about the drugs, it's like, oh, take this drug for this problem, but here are the side effects, and they go through them real fast at the end of the commercial. You know, blah, 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 blah. You know, anal leakage could be one of the problems that you have or, or whatever. And, uh, you know, the only thing we hear about this is it's safe and effective. It's safe and effective. It's safe and effective. We don't hear any of the, the you know. And so I go out looking for other into other media places and other other sources looking for what are some of the side effects. And. uh they're not. Uh, they're just. They're not telling us the truth. There's and something so, more you know, about to happen. I mean, I know something else is going to happen. And I mean, I. It, oh, sure it is. Well, did you ever look into Agenda Twenty One? I told you about it weeks ago. The what? Agenda Twenty One. Yeah, I've heard about that before. What year? I haven't. It? I didn't. Oh, uh, let's see. It's probably about five years ago or something like that. No, I mean, what year I was is listening it now? To- I was listening to Glenn Beck and he was talking about it. What year is it now? Twenty one. What year is it now? It's twenty one. Yeah. It connects to Agenda Thirty, which I think that's some more stuff that people are just kinda at this point just making more stuff like conspiracy. But Agenda twenty one, I first learned about it back in twenty twenty one. Uh when I first learned about the Georgia Godstones. Population control, how they have to take out so many like millions of people in order to save the earth, etc. And it's just funny that all this happens to happen on a year of 21. But yet you bring up Agenda 21 now and people will be like, what's that? What's that? Unless they already know. I, I My worry is something will happen and it won't be a civil war. I think people will, will they'll write maybe again over something, I don't know what, and I'm worried that one of the foreign powers, one of the other major foreign powers, would be like, okay, this government is bad for its people, let's liberate them. That's what we would do. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, what we it's, would do. Yeah. 
Well, let's see, but we were also sent the CIA in to actually disrupt the place. And then we would step in and look like we're saving everybody. Yeah, but the CIA see, was doing that see, in other what, countries. Yeah. So if we were doing that to ourselves here, how would we do that? How do we know that foreign agencies with the from China and Russia aren't already doing it here with some of their normal citizens? Go to a Chinese restaurant and... I mean, you already know those Chinese people that come and run these restaurants not saying anything racist, but they are indeed, they were in the military before they came over here because it's a requirement of any Chinese citizen to be in the military for, what is it, three years, I think? Mm, Once you turn a certain age? I don't know. All Chinese citizens. I do so not I, know the I, answer to that. I do know that the Chinese restaurants the that here. I go to make some killer fried rice. Oh, ours does too. Nobody beats Joyce. Yeah. Joyce is the best on the planet. Yeah. All right, here's one other little clip. It's the CDC, you know, because last year, most of all of the testing that was done, the COVID testing, was all uh, um, the PCR tests. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, the FDA revoked um, the use of uh, the emergency use of the PCR tests because... Um, and the CDC is recommending no one use those anymore um, because the PCR test can't distinguish between or has a hard time distinguishing between uh, COVID um, and the flu and the flu. Uh, is that why they no longer like give you the brain tickle and they just kind of rub it around your nose? Yeah, because it's uh, the the new tests are supposed to be better and more accurate. And, um, if they rub it around the outside of my nose, they're just going to get a lot of boogers. So, I mean, uh, some of it could be, okay, the numbers are definitely dropping, um, but, uh, I mean, it's all going to be cyclical anyway as you go through seasons. Um, It goes up in the south in the summer because everybody in the south is staying indoors because it's so hot outside. And then in the north, everybody stays indoors in the winter because it's freezing cold outside. So and, And it's proven that... Most of it, well, it, all of it pretty much transmits indoors. I mean, the more yeah. the more you're locked in, the more you're packed in with other people, the more it's going to transmit. Um, and I've seen a lot of different things on talking that if, if the government is going to be pushing anything, they should be putting money into pushing and helping businesses and helping, you know, places with um, HEPA filters filtration air filtration systems in buildings that that would make Mm -hmm. a way bigger difference than six feet or masks or limited capacity or or anything anything anything. just put money if the government wants to blow trillions of dollars like they are put it into filtrate hepa filtration systems for all these places yeah, people can mm-hmm. say all the time, they can say anything they want about, yeah, the government should do this, the government should do, should do that. What the government, I believe, is doing right now is something that's been planned for a really long time, and we're about to have something happen. Yeah. I do. I truly believe that, and I'm, I don't know what, but something is about to happen. Here's a Ron Paul clip. Let me see where, where to put him. 
But right now, they're going back to masks, saying it's the Delta variant. Well, there's one large study out of England from Public Health England, 92,000 patients. And do you know how many people died in the vaccinated wing of this under age 50? Zero. Do you know how many people died? There were 52,000 people unvaccinated. Do you know how many people died? Six. That works out to 0.08% less than the flu. That's under age 50. Over age 50, it was about half as many people died as were dying last year. So the Delta variant is more transmissible but less deadly. But if you say that, Facebook will take you down. They'll chastise you, take away your birthday, and say you're spreading mistruth. But it's absolutely factual. The Delta variant is more transmissible but far less deadly than the virus from last year. You know, I actually had a Vote Ron Paul t-shirt. I don't remember what year it was. It was mid-2000s, early 2000s. You know, I would think, I would like to see a DeSantis and Ron Paul ticket in 2024. What's up with the that yeah, Chicago Yeah, that would be mayor. very interesting. Yeah. The what? The Chicago mayor. The lady that went oh. from looking like a nice, Lightfoot. beautiful black lady. Yeah, and then she turned into E.T. When did she ever look like a beautiful black lady? I'm not that old. She's always looked like Beetlejuice. Right, she better. looked like, she's, I swear to God. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. E.T. E. and Beetlejuice had a baby. And Whoopi Goldberg popped out. No, I don't care what she cut looks that, like. that part. I don't, I don't care what she looks like. She's just a moron. She's her, she is her, indeed that. Her and Maxine Waters are both horrible human beings. She didn't get her adrenochrome during the shutdown. And yeah, but you oh, know, as long as we're busting, as long as we're busting on on Demo- terrible, horrible Democrat people, I think I found that lady's name that I was talking about. Her name was uh, Corey Bush. I think's her name. Oh, she the one sitting on the steps. Yeah, yeah, she's the one sitting on the steps saying that she needs private security because the work she's doing is so important. Yeah. But we're going to defund the police, which means basically I get it, but you don't because you're not me and you're not as important as I am. So you don't need protection, but I do. Yeah, that one video of her and it's sitting t- out And there. it's totally hypocritical, but it's like I was saying. She doesn't look at it as being hypocritical because – I think deep down she's a communist and I I do believe that she believes that she is entitled to having things that you're not because she's so much better than you. There she is right there. I believe. Yeah. What I also understand is what it's like to get an eviction notice. I understand what it's like to not be able to do anything about it, to know you don't have the money or no. And whose fault is that? The government's for locking it down. Everybody should have been working. Everybody should have been going. Mm-hmm. And and as far as the evictions go, I hate to see anybody get evicted. But who who hasn't in the in the last say eighteen months? Because there there are some people who haven't paid their rent. In a lot of that time, mm-hmm. who wasn't earning any money? I mean, who loses their job? And granted, you might have lost a great high paying job and you had to take a lower paying job somewhere else. But there were a lot of places hiring. There's still a lot of places hiring. Who hasn't worked this entire time that now they're like, 
all right, we're going to get evicted because we haven't paid our rent for the last 18 months. Yeah, we keep pushing this moratorium on evictions. But all this is, is just pandering to people. Right. You've got a, you've got a class of people out there that don't want, they don't want to work. Right. That's and, why the job market right and they, now is and they, booming, they, but nobody yeah. wants to work. Right. Now, granted, there and are the, a lot of people and, probably that did lose their jobs. But, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know who stayed out this entire time other than they were like, well, we can. We lost our job. We're drawing on unemployment. We're drawing possibly, you know, a lot of people weren't. But a lot of people were drawing more unemployment than they earned. Um, mm-hmm. So... The problem is they're like, well, I don't have to pay my rent now. So, and then that's why you would look at a lot of these places, they would get their their stimulus check. And they're like, mm-hmm. I know I'm behind three months of my rent when I could use this to get caught up, but they can't evict me. So I'm just going to take this money and go play something else with it. Or they go buy a, go- a, a new TV or yeah. Yeah, um, anything. anything, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And I'm gonna take a vacation with it. I'm gonna buy something with it. I'm gonna, you know, whatever. And a ton of people put that money into the market. I mean, a lot of people. That's why Robinhood had such a huge growth over the last year because people, a lot of people, got the stimulus money. And for a lot of them, it's like, ooh, this is extra money because I'm essential. I've been working this entire time. I got this extra money now. I don't really just want to blow it, so I'm going to invest it in whatever. And so Robinhood, you know. They should have apparently invested it in GameStop or AMC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if we look at the, the eviction moratorium, okay, the government, the Supreme Court's already ruled they can't do it. I mean, it's it's unconstitutional. Here, Here's Biden's little quote. Yeah, but that, the that answer doesn't is, stop them from doing stuff. Right. The answer is twofold. One, I've sought out constitutional scholars to determine what is the best possibility that would come from executive action or the CDC's judgment. What could they do that was most likely to pass muster constitutionally? The bulk of the constitutional scholarship says that it's not likely to pass constitutional muster number one. But there are several key scholars who think that it may and it's worth the effort. But the present, you could not, the court's already ruled on the present eviction moratorium. They've already ruled on the present moratorium, saying it's unconstitutional. So what we're going to do is we're going to slightly reword it and do it again. And then say, mm-hmm. fight it in and court. resubmit it. Right. We'll resubmit it. We'll do it. Fight us in court. But at least these people are going to not be evicted in the meantime till the court rules. Well, yeah. then yeah. today there's already been a large in New York. There was a large group um, that is suing already um, landlords that are like a big class action thing that's come together. But if you're looking at if you're a landlord, if I own this, let's say I own this house. And I rent it out. I have property that now the government is making me give it to these people. Mm-hmm. Which, yep. you know, as far as the Fifth Amendment, it's already, you know, been ruled as far as uh, um, eminent domain, as far as how that falls in that. 
So they can't do that. You can't give the government can't take something from you without giving you something in return. Mm -hmm. That that's no different. Well, no, I mean, as far as the eviction. Now, if they want to pay the rent for all these people, that's a different thing. Um, but, I mean, I think that's a horrible road to go down. Because then, now we have all this housing for the serfs that the government is uh, is paying for. And where does that money come from during right. a time like this, you know? So they're taking it from us and paying. So, I mean... It'd mm -hmm. be no different than them going, we can't have people hungry on the streets. McDonald's, you're required to give everyone at least this minimum of a meal. I don't, I don't know what they're pushing for, because what is going to change within the next three months? They're pushing for votes, Dave, is what they're doing. They're pandering to the lowest possible denominator of people. Uh, well, I understand their motivation, but what's their their argument for it, other than we want to help people? I, well, yeah, well, I mean, that's what they say they do, but they don't. They don't really want to help anybody, because if they wanted to help, they would just go ahead and open the economy up full blast and let people go back to work and do what they have to do, Right. you know, instead of continuing this stupid you know, but mask what, nonsense and lockdown nonsense that they've got going on. But what part of the country is still locked down? I mean, other if you, I don't other know. than New York and California. Yeah. So, I, but I mean, that's just it. And if, if, even if we're not just like totally locked down, but just get rid of all this stupid crap that they've been doing because the thing is, it didn't work. So why continue doing it? Why continue doing mask mandates? Masks didn't work. You cannot you cannot point to any individual right now and say that man wore a mask the whole time and he didn't get COVID. Guys, I'm going to be uh, all, I'm gonna all that is, I is cramp he hasn't leg. gotten okay. he hasn't gotten it yet. Right. He eventually will, and if he doesn't, that's good too. But I mean, there's just you can't just just stop all the stupidity because they don't want us to be able to think for ourselves. They want to think for us, right? But because they they're they're the benevolent overmasters that are you know taking care of you people that don't really know how to take care of yourselves. Kind of fits in with your. Uh, I think you you mentioned kind of part of this last a couple of weeks ago. It's kind of hard to as as Robert as uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., which he's an old man now, but him talking about the vaccine COVID. yes government's been trying for almost 30 years to develop a coronavirus vaccine and it's been unsuccessful and beginning in 2002 there were three outbreaks of coronavirus we call them sars at that point in MERS. and they and this the first sars was a natural illness jumped from a bat to human beings the second two were lab created that escaped and infected human beings and so the governments of china and a consortium of western governments all got together and put millions and millions of dollars into an effort to develop a coronavirus vaccine and between 2002 and 2012 or 2014 they worked very hard to do that and what happened is they developed about 35 vaccines 
And four of them were really promising. They chose the four most promising, and they gave them to ferrets, which are which is the animal that is most analogous to human beings when it comes to upper lung respiratory infections. The ferrets had a brilliant, robust, and durable antibody response. But then something horrible happened. When those ferrets were challenged, when they were exposed to the wild virus, they got horribly sick. They got inflammation throughout their bodies, and they died. And the scientists remembered that something very similar had happened in the 1960s, where there was where they had developed a vaccine for RSV, which is very similar to coronavirus. It, it's an upper respiratory infection ailment. They had skipped the animals and given them directly to 35 children. And the children, again, had developed a very robust antibody response. But when those children were exposed to the wild virus, they got very, very sick, much sicker than unvaccinated children. Two of those kids had died. It was a scandal. And they realized when this same thing happened with the ferrets, that there was something that they called enhanced immune response. It's also called pathogenic priming. And what it means is that when you get the vaccine, it appears that you have an antibody response. But when you actually encounter the wild virus, you become much sicker. And it actually creates a pathway that that virus hurts you a lot more than with unvaccinated people. So this was 2012. In 2014, NIH under Fauci developed a dengue vaccine, which had some signals in it that there was pathogenic priming. In other words, in the clinical trials, they saw some signs that you could get an antibody response but get much sicker when you were exposed, but they ignored them. They gave it to the Philippines, and they gave hundreds of thousands of children this this vaccine, and when the dengue came around, those children became horribly ill, and 600 of them died. And in the Philippines today, people are being criminally prosecuted for that. So the danger with the coronavirus vaccine is that you really need to test on animals first to make sure whatever the vaccine is, that we don't get that, you know, that really great immune response followed by lethal infections. And it's very, very strange to me and seems almost criminally reckless that... Anthony Fauci is allowing these companies to skip animal trials and to go directly to human trials. Now, who is this? Robert F. Kennedy. Well, see that, like I said, and I've been saying this all along. It goes back to the hubris of the scientists who are like, they've not been able to get a messenger RNA vaccine past animal trials. And so they're sitting there thinking, if we could just test this in human beings, yeah, if we just, just skip, skip the, the animal trials and go to the human beings, we can figure out all these little problems that are going to crop up. We can fix them, and then we'll have the, the, the messenger RNA vaccine that we're looking for, that we've been trying to invent for the last 30 years, and we haven't been able to get there because, for some reason... Well, they haven't been able to get out of, like I said, animal trials. Well, I would like to see what testing they'd done before it went into emergency use whenever they claimed it was ready. Yeah. Because you don't really hear a lot about it. They just said that it went in, it went through extensive testing and, and I, they believe it's ready for emergency use after they've done human but, trials. 
And here's the thing. One of the things that I learned while listening to some of these experts, these doctors and stuff like that, is that, uh, and this was just a little drop of knowledge that he just popped out there that, you know, I didn't really think of. And, and he just, he just laid it out there like it was nothing, you know, cause I guess he deals with it all the time. But, uh, if there is a group of people that they exclude from the trials, let's say pregnant women, then if that drug ever comes to market, then that drug is never prescribed to pregnant women. So if they didn't test the coronavirus vaccine on pregnant women to find out what the effects on pregnant women would be, then if you've got a good doctor when it comes time, and and if if this is actually if the vaccine worked the way it's supposed to and everything's hunky-dory and nobody was having problems, even even with that, a doctor would not prescribe that vaccine for a pregnant woman because when you were testing it, you didn't do any tests that had pregnant right. women in it. Which is what I think and most so, doctors are doing now is they're recommending most, you know, most yeah. pregnant women to not take the vaccine. Do you remember about mm-hmm. 10, 10 or so years back, give or take, whenever um, the whole rumor on the mainstream news was that the millionaires were giving vaccines to some of these places in Africa that were starving people over what was it? I don't know, Ebola or something, some random disease, but they were claiming that the vaccine was actually giving them the thing for population control. And it was a test. Uh, you know, human beings, I didn't, I did, I did not hear anything about Africa, but I did hear. I mean, it could have been Africa. It it may not have been, it could have been another country. I'm just, I heard a story about uh, Bill Gates sending the Bill Bill Gates with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation sending vaccines to India to be tested, and they ended up killing or maiming like six hundred thousand people. Yeah. Well, see, you got to remember when it comes down to it. I wonder what the fine print is on the testing thing, because technically, a human being is an animal. We're no all we are is a complicated machine. We're a machine. We have buttons to push no different than his little pad here. It's just what buttons to push and figuring out what is what. And, of course, if they can do it on a monkey or a cat or a ferret all day long, they're never going to know the truth until they actually test it on a human. Here's a Dr. Drew clip talking about the vaccines and unnecessary for you know, one other. What other time have we taken vaccines for viruses that we've already had? I worry about it. And to your point about the unnecessary medical procedures, I mean, the two ethic uh, problems we've had in this country now are a lack of informed consent, and then b unnecessary medical procedures, of which I was a subject of unnecessary medical procedure. I took the J and J vaccine, so I even though I knew my antibodies were through the roof. In fact, I'm checking them again on Wednesday. And, uh, and I had a terrible reaction, including, did I, Kelly, Kelly tell you what happened to me when I got the J&J? Did I? No, yeah, I, I know that no. you had a horrible <laughs> No, no, no. I woke, there, there is, so, the, so for people out there, the, the dreaded complication is a consumptive coagulopathy. Your platelets aggregate and you end up in a clot in the skull called the transverse sinus. And, and headache and vision changes are sort of part of the deal. But one of the other... Almost pathognomonic features is a spontaneous black eye. 
which I woke up with two days after the vaccine. And I Curious. thought, oh, crap. And I, I had mean, just had an eye lift. I thought he, had, he was just being sympathetic. <laughs> she goes, looks like you're wearing mascara. And I, I look in the mirror, I'm like, I have a full raccoon's eye. And it's like, you know, I felt fine. It been, been fine. We sort of let it go. But, uh, man, that could have been something. Who the yeah, hell knows, Yeah, that was a right? little scary. And that was because of an unnecessary medical procedure that I took in order to get on an airplane, which is part of the deal right. these days. So, Curious. Here, here's one other Dr. Drew clip. Sir, you and I want to have medical discourse. That's all we want to be able to do without being silent. It's weird for us to not – It's but people can't appreciate. Uh, you know and I know, but the average person who's not a physician does not appreciate how – effing crazy it is that we can't have a conversation in the hall or on streams or anywhere about anything as it pertains to medical topics. That's in a level of insanity neither of us expected in our careers. But here we are. Where we were talking about the CDC, you know, and them not resetting the counts, the mm-hmm. case counts. You know, they started tracking... Breakthrough cases is what they were calling the uh, if you've been vaccinated and you then get the virus after being vaccinated, they call it a breakthrough because breakthrough mm-hmm. sounds better for a, a little while. Some of them were calling them a leaky virus or a leaky vaccine. And I think that kind of had a more of a negative sound against the vaccine than a breakthrough that the, that the virus like is a little more strong stronger. the whole leaky thing that reminds me of those videos oh. whenever all this first happened where people would get the shot and they'd push the plunger and you'd see it come out the back of the needle yeah. i wonder what would happen if you what bothers what bothers me is the labeling people anti-vaxxers just because they have legitimate concerns about this substance and no one seems to want to answer the questions right. that people have but that makes you an anti-vaxxer. Right. Well, you don't even have to have that. You, they call you an anti-vaxxer now if you just think the government, if you're opposed to the government mandating vaccines. Well, no, it's, mm. it's anything. Is if you don't have the vaccine or just refuse to take it, you're an anti-vaxxer. No, you can, you can be 100% for the vaccine. Say, I've got the vaccine. I'm 100% for it. I think everybody should get it. But if I think the government shouldn't mandate and make it a, a rule of law that everyone has to get it, then you're an anti-vaxxer, even though you're 100% for it. And to me, I've always said it's between you and your doctor, period. If, if, if you feel that you risk reward, you know, weigh out the positives and the negatives between you and your doctor based off of whatever condition, you know, yeah. conditions you've had, your age whatever i mean if you're 20 years old and there's probably might be no need to get the vaccine if you've had the virus and you're 20 years old there's a hundred percent no reason to get the vaccine um but if you're 70 years old depending on your just based off the age alone you should probably get the vaccine but you should still talk to your doctor. I mean, your doctor should be. You shouldn't be going to a Seven Eleven getting it in the parking lot. Here, let me find one more clip because we all like Mr. Cuomo. The independent investigation has concluded that Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women, and in doing so, violated federal and state law. Specifically, the investigation found that Governor Andrew Cuomo 
sexually harassed current and former New York State employees by engaging in unwelcome and non-consensual touching and making numerous offensive comments of a suggestive and sexual nature that created a hostile work environment. And did you hear his response to it? He doubled down. You know, because Biden and uh, Kamala and everybody, uh, Pelosi, they're all calling for him to uh, resign. He doubled down. and It's like, all over the news. He said, I'm an old man. He said, I'm Italian. We touch people. <laughs> and then he played a, a clip of him touching all kinds of people. And he was, it's like, okay, so your defense on touching unwanted unwanted touching on people is to say, yeah, I do it all the time. I, I touch, in the video he made, he said, I touch women, men, children, white people, black people, LGBTQ people. It's because of my ethnicity that I do it. And it's because I'm Italian. Yeah. And so he's now, if you're not Italian, if you're not Italian, you can't do that. He's not resigning. He's not doing anything. He's riding that that truck right into the ground. That's just because last night he went and ate at Comet Ping Pong Pizza. But I and this, I believe, is just a little bit more theater for the masses. Yeah. Uh, And so and while they're pushing this out in front of all of us right now. There's something that's going on in the background that's far more attorney general. She the attorney generals. She. Uh, attorneys general she said all this there's this there's this there's this so there but we're not there's you know they're not pursuing any criminal charges oh no even though i mean i just no, it, but, and if this was some if this was another political party person then there would be calls for resignation and there would be a trial right well, well, they're pushing that. They but because but, but this impe- guy's a Democrat, they actually the Democrats. We're lucky that they actually have asked him to resign because most of the time they don't even do that. They right. just, but they the just, Democrats actually started pushing for impeachment of him today. Yeah, I and know. It's the Democrats Which is that weird. Are actually leading it because the GOP is not going to do anything. They haven't done anything since Trump lost. You no. know, they they've just been sitting on their hands this entire time, like. We're just gonna ride. We're they're, they're over there playing the the violin. Days of our as lives tit- is what they're playing. They're playing the days of our lives. Going, the Titanic's going down. They're still. Mm-hmm. No, they yeah, they ain't they one of them. Still got enough cojones to step yep. up and actually be a leader. Right. See that you know to be a leader to be a leader you've got to be willing to take some chances. Right. You know, and what kills me is the whole time Obama was in office, and I know he's not there now and he hasn't been for a while. But the whole time he's in office, they're talking about, hey, we need to win back the House and the Senate so that we can repeal Obamacare. And then when they had it, they didn't do anything. Right. You know, there are a bunch of there are a bunch well, of do nothings. We handed they, them exactly what Trump, they wanted. Trump and then they did, did nothing through an executive order, a portion of it. That then Biden, as soon as he got in there, he overturned. He that. was able to reverse it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Will you enjoy your evening? I'm getting to go. Go to bed. Go to bed. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Yeah. I'll talk to you guys later. Tacos. Right. Good seeing you again, buddy. You too, Wolfie. Glad I got to talk to you for a minute. And I'm glad you're feeling a lot better than the last time I talked to you. Oh, gosh, yes. Why are you getting dumplings again? I know that science. The science. 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 Powered by science. Science, 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 and science. Bitch, look it up. It's science.
We have been honed into a machine of lethal moving parts that you would be wise to avoid if you know what's good for you. We will not be intimidated. We will not back down. We've seen war. We don't want war. But if you want war with the United States of America, there's one thing I can promise you, so help me God. Someone else will raise your sons and daughters. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at sociallysense. Thanks again and see you next time. Now you lies, watch what you see.